Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Julie Hamilton, a certified fibromyalgia coach and best-selling international author who for the past seven years has been helping professionals with a chronic illness to manage their career and regain an active social life. Beautiful. Hey, Julie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Oh, so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more um, for everyone listening? You know, where are you today with your business and you know, who do you love to work with? Okay. Well, I've been coaching, uh, doing one-on-one clients for about seven years. So it's kind of my, been my passion for that is to help others who have a chronic illness um, learn how to take back control of their life, learn how to manage it and have joy in their life. And I was also in my past life, I say, uh, was an HR person for 25 years. So I take my took my HR hat, took what I was hearing from all my clients and those struggles they were having at work, mm. put that together and wrote a book so I can try to help bridge the gap between clients and the and their place of business so they can work together and be successful fantastic so, so w- what what is it like with the people that you work with what do you help them to initially if we look at just just your clients to start with mm-hmm. what do you help them to work through to start with um as traditionally you find it time and time again here is the starting point for them mm-hmm So things that I would help them with is like maybe sleep issues, dietary issues, energy issues. I mean, energy is huge for us. It's like Mm. anybody with a chronic illness, probably two highest factors are sleep and energy. Mm. So we really try to look at how to conserve energy, say And I always put it this way to say no, hell no, to the things that don't, you know, mean that much to us for a hell yes for the things that we really want to do. Because, um, you know, we have to say, learn to say no. Um, Yeah, we feel obligated to do something or, yeah, I don't really want to do it, but I got to do it. So we say, learn to say no and feel okay with that. But then, so you can say yes to the things that are really important to you. Mm -hmm. But another big thing that I help them learn about is self-care and staying in tune with their body. Because 
our body is going to tell us when we're tired, when we've overdone it, when we're hurting. And, you know, um, I can't speak for you as a male, but females, we think we have to do it all. And we put everybody first above ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so we forget to take, if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anything. So. I think absolutely. I mean, I can, I can speak from, you know, watching Katie, I can speak from all of our clients. Majority are women going through wearing all the hats, being a mom, partner, business owner, um, mm-hmm. helping other people, all these things. It's, it's, there's an awful lot there. So it's boundaries is such a big part of even being a business owner in general. Now, mm-hmm. so that aspect uh, with, with this condition, with any chronic illness the ability to say hell no mm -mm, i'm taking care of myself yeah you laugh at that but it's a case of yeah it's it it it, it's so important so what advice or some wisdom can you drop on someone whether it's a chronic illness or not about the importance of a boundary the importance of being able to say yes or say no and be okay with that Yeah, it's really got to be, you have to learn to accept it and you, and learn to know that people's opinions of you and what they say or do or how they react to you has really no reflection on you because it's just their opinion. It doesn't make a fact is the first thing. And you really have to, with a chronic illness, no matter what illness it is, especially with that, you have to be okay with that. Because for us, our life is challenging enough. I can't worry about what Mark and Katie think of me. You know, I've got to do it for myself. Because if I say no to you, is it really going to matter in 24 hours, in a week, in a month, Mm. if I did that? Or is it going to really matter to me when I say yes to the things that are important? That's probably going to matter to me in 24 hours a week or in a month and not the no's. Yeah, I think that's important. And don't forget, you're on the Unforget Yourself show here. This is all about remembering yeah. that you matter, that your happiness matters. It's okay to put yourself first. In fact, damn it, you should. Because we have exactly. to put ourselves first. So again, it's it maybe even more um, important anyone with any kind of sort of illness or, or, or chronic condition to be like okay it's important i've only got so many kilojoules of energy per day they have to be spent wisely yep exactly right and it's those things that are important to you that matter maybe it's maybe it's something with your kids versus something with your entire family okay mm. which is more important your entire family or just something with your kids is that going to matter in 24 hours i'm curious if there's any sort of sort of um pattern that you find time and time again what is what is maybe the hardest thing for your clients to say no to that you find time and time again i think social settings with um both friends and family because, and I say that because we usually have a lot of sensory issues and become very overwhelmed. Yeah. So if I am 
if I'm in a room of social setting of 10 people at a table, like let's say a noisy restaurant or bar, mm. that's a lot of energy for me. One, I'm peopling. Yeah. So I'm with nine other people. Okay. I have to try to listen to them. There's all these conversations going on. My head is going like this. I have sensory issues. So maybe the lights, mm. the noise, maybe the smells, all of that is getting to me. And when I leave there, I just feel physically sick. Yeah. And so sometimes I have to say no. Somebody asked me not too long ago, do you want to go? We're going over to an Airbnb and have pizza with everybody. You want to go? And I'm like, nope, that's too many people. I can't do it. And they kind of look at me and I'm like, I don't want to be sick. Yeah. You know, and some people are taken aback and hurt by that. She's just an antisocial. Yeah. Understanding. I think this, this bleeds into what you're, you know, the second part of your business going into to corporations and businesses to help educate um, mm -hmm. others around this, which is a beautiful sort of second part, coaching everyone with, with conditions to be able to manage themselves, help themselves work through this, but to spread the awareness to other people who don't quite know. And sometimes it's not, it's not their fault. It's just, no one's taken the time to educate them on, on this and it's tough and everyone's got their own thing going on. Everyone's got their own part of the business to run. It can be tough. So I always hold space for, it is hard, but we all need to play our role and help each other. Oh, so, yeah. And be kind. Yeah. Damn it. Mm -hmm. Just be kind. And so I, I truly believe that everyone, most people are out to help everyone else. They will bend over backwards. We, we do more for other people than for ourselves. Now we're back onto the boundary problems, right? Yeah. 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 So, so true. What, what do you find with businesses? What is it that um, you, you find to be a, a barrier? For, for them? I think the biggest thing is for them to believe we are actually sick. Because most chronic illnesses are invisible. I can't see, I can't see anything. You look fine. Yeah, you're acting fine. Thank you. I don't, <laughs> you're looking good. Um, <laughs> um, but seriously, you, you don't look sick, you look fine, you're smiling, you're joking around, you're not sick. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, people enter the, the workplace knowing whether it's a physical illness, mental illness, whatever it is, we don't look silk, silk, mm. sick. So they don't think they think oh they're just faking it they just want to be off work mm. or they just don't want to do the job yeah i wonder whether this is maybe a sort of double-edged sword because i mean i've known a number of people with chronic illnesses and sometimes you, you'll never ever know until you see it take them right. out or really hit them and then it, it, it hits you like oh my gosh i i didn't realize the extent of it and i put that down to a lot of people do want to try and get on with life. Some people want to try and hide it and try and fit in, but yeah. at what cost? So is, is it a little bit of, because people are used to them trying harder, trying to hide it rather than being completely authentic, that it actually muddies the water slightly. I'm not blaming them. I'm saying that this, 
it, it's a misinterpretation. Right. I, I do believe so. We've worked so hard at hiding our personal life, what's going on behind closed doors, so to speak, yeah. that we don't want anybody to know how slick we are, what our challenges are, mm. anything like that. Plus, we're scared of losing our job if they really find out, you know, I'm having a bad day or I look great today, but right now I'm going into some kind of a flare with my disease yeah. and I can't even people today. Don't talk to me. Just leave me alone. Let me put my headphones on and tune out the world. Yeah. So this is this the awareness across the board. And I try and pull back and make this a bit more sort of general as well for, for so many business owners out there. It's so tough to be completely authentic and honest and speak oh, yeah. out. We're all going through something. We're all going <laughs> through something crazy. To have that, I think, understanding and care. And as you said, be kind. Being oh, kind. Yeah. 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 It, it just... It can be so challenging for whatever we're going through. And, and it really doesn't even have to be a chronic illness. It could just be life. Life happens at home, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, being, being kind to others is really what it is and try to understand them. Um, I guess I just think that companies right now, we expect people to do so much more with so little time or little people or whatever, we don't make those personal connections and try to get to know them and understand them and see what what's going on in their life. We just want them to do this, this, and this and make these productivity numbers or whatever. So. Yeah. So um, let's take this onto sort of your, your journey because, oh my gosh, so dealing with this and you're an entrepreneur. Um, what's the journey been like for you personally as you've as you've been trying to help more and more people with this whilst also managing yourself? Um, how's, how's that been? It can be very challenging at times. Uh, when I first started my business, to be honest, Mark, I was pretty ill. And uh, I, I was in bed probably 90, 95% of my time. So I was coaching clients from my bed. Um, now I'm, I'm in a better place. I've relocated to a more conducive climate. Yeah. But still, it can take a mental and physical toll on you because I'm, I'm very empathetic. I'm taking on other people's mm -hmm. health conditions, their problems. I worry about them. Am I doing the right thing for them? There's all yeah. that self-doubt. Do they... Am I really an expert? How do they know I'm an expert? How do I tell them I'm the expert without telling them I'm an expert? You know, <laughs> and, and then so that's that's the work side of it. And then in the personal life, I live with it every day. So I still have this, some of the same challenges, you know, the energy, yeah. the sleep, the all of this. So how do I get my physical movement in every day, plus manage this life with my people? And how do I do the stress relief? Because a stressor can cause a flare and I don't want to be in a flare. So how am I going to release all this stress? So, so it's how to coach and care for other people whilst making sure you're empathetic and connected yet 
don't take on what you what you don't need so how is it for you what what would you say is is the best things that you do to be able to protect yourself and guide yourself so that you can have the strength and energy to show up for other people that that need you um i'm getting very good about commit what is it uh departmentalizing yeah you know putting things in this little component over here and shutting the door at the end of the day or starting my day. I try to start my day um, with positivity and I do my, my physical movements in the morning. So I walk three miles in the morning and do some Pilates before I even start my day, because I think I start more mentally ready and more positive for the day. Mm. Love that. So it's always starting with, with yourself, getting yourself mm-hmm. prepared. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And I guess with this, it's it's the authenticity that I love here. It's you're dealing with people in the same situation, maybe slight yeah. difference, but you have the ability to bring, I mean, forget imposter syndrome. You surely, there's no room for this whatsoever because you're like, I am the best place person for this i am the right person you have a reminder mm-hmm. every single day about this so mm-hmm. does that does that still creep in at times yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah how, it does how does that show up for you i always have that self-doubt I guess do I really know what I'm doing but I live and breathe it every day I guess yeah so did that answer your question um hell yes you want to know why (laughs) because with I, I ask this an awful lot of times no matter who you are um imposter syndrome doubt whatever you want to call it creeps in so so much who am I to do this why me and I want to just asking someone like you, this is like, it shines a light on. Well, you know, damn straight, exactly. You're the best place person for this. Mm-hmm. And yet you still feel this. So I want to share that with any entrepreneur, whether they've got a condition or not, that, Hey, we all go through this at every oh, phase. Yeah. It, I want to normalize this. Like what you're trying to do. I want to normalize all these, all the crap that comes with being an entrepreneur and a business owner. And be like, Hey, we all suffer from it. It'll, it'll always creep up at different levels let's be honest let's be open you're not alone through this I think that message on its own counts for so much and and I think now in this point in my life or in my disease or career whatever you wherever you want to put this I am more open about my my fibromyalgia and my journey with it than I've ever been before and do I've always had the self-doubt is do I know what I'm talking about well I think I do I mean I live it I've learned to manage it I've I work with other coaches that have it we get together and we do trainings with each other. We do continuous training because it's an ever-changing thing and we always want to be better than what we are today. Mm. Nice. So. 
I think that that sort of plays into that, that last question because first-hand experience, you're always there to improve what mm-hmm. it is you're doing, get some more knowledge, test some tools, tactics, strategies, whatever it might be, principles for you personally. And I guess if it meets the grade and, and works and helps you, oh my gosh, you want to tell the world about it. Yeah. And that's where your best place to do that. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm always trying to see if there's new research going on. Is there new things I can learn from it? Or there's some articles, maybe what are other people doing to learn? Uh-huh. So, yeah. Are there any other sort of modalities or other non-related sort of treatments or principles that you could kind of bring into your coaching, which is like, it's not specifically for this, but does a damn good job yeah I do do um what I call like alternative therapies so like massage therapy Mm. or acupuncture I'm gonna be honest I hate needles they scare me to death I get white as a ghost and I can pass out you know whatever but acupuncture will help it helps with so many different areas of your life it's just not only chronic pain for me yeah um my daughter has issues with migraines Uh so she does it i know somebody else that does it for something else you know massage therapy um float therapy yeah you know just just different areas to explore what is what's gonna work for you because we may have the same disease or we may have the, a different disease, but what's going to work for you is going to be different because it's you and it's your body. It's your makeup, what you can tolerate and what you can't. That is an important point right there. Let's underline that. Put it in bold. Oh, my gosh. What's right for you? Because we have to find the right things for us. That's why there's so, so much out there. Mm-hmm. So, so a lot work. Everything works if it's the right strategies practice is all these different protocols got to find yeah. the right thing for you because in a way we're all kind of unique and yeah. what you just mentioned that it you went straight to the physical all the physical stuff now i chuckled when you said about the needles because i'm the same oh my gosh i can't, <laughs> I can't handle needles i cannot no. handle them at all i can't even be with someone as they get an injection oh my gosh i tried I acupuncture once okay and i was so terrified that it made me more tense actually gave me relief and i was like i I can't do this i was all up in my head it was it was crazy so now that's out there in the world you're welcome um (laughs) but i think that shows the the two the two areas the Mm -hmm. mind and the body so with what you do primarily are you looking at body first to be able to calm manage re-energize the body or is there Areas of, okay, we go mind first. We go look at the thoughts and the beliefs and the promises and the stories. What would you say is, is, is more important for you and the kind of the treatments and modalities that, that you use? To be honest, I started with my mind first. Because if you have negative thoughts and you're a very negative person, it affects how you feel. Mm-hmm. It, ha- it affects your physical well-being. It also affects how you're going to have a good day or a bad day. 
So I started with my mind first. I did positive affirmations, a gratitude journal, what I'm thankful for the day. So I started there before I started on my physical well-being. So. I know everyone's got their own sort of take on this and and forget yourself. We we coach the three aspects. There's the mental, there's the physical, and there's the environmental. Those are three Mm -hmm. core foundations. It covers everything, but it groups it beautifully. So, but yeah, the, if you only are an expert in one area aspects, you rely on it so heavily. If your body is the one that you, you nervous system regulation. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Because so reliant on that, any negative thoughts, continue mm-hmm. to have an impact on the body. So it's finding, again, the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. Where's the trigger? What can you manage? And then bring in the suite of other things that you can you can use. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think also goes with the mind is the meditation. Because if you can meditate that, you can get your body to relax. Therefore, your tense muscles, your pain, all of that. So your mobility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are all yeah. finely tuned and wired and together. There's no there is this is better. It's, it's all connected. Yeah. Again, find the yeah. right things for you in all these areas. So huh, right thing for you. What's, what's the next step for you? Where are you going with your business? Because you're at this point where you're coaching all these people to, to work through this. You're trying to help companies to see the benefits. What, what's your goal? Where are you taking this, this movement? You know, um, I would really like to write, I, I recently wrote a book in September for businesses, but I'd also like to write another book just Because I think after COVID, for so many people, there's going to be more chronic illnesses diagnosed, including long COVID. So there's so many people suffering that. And I just want to be able to reach as many people as I can with the passion that I have of helping people. And I have that expertise of both the chronic illness and the workplace. So I think that's kind of my dream, so to speak. Do you think that a lot of people have normalized suffering? Oh, yeah. 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 I do. And I I think that illnesses have been a taboo subject. You don't talk about it. It's kind of, and it could be my generation. I don't know. Um, But I think in so many areas, being ill is taboo. You know, it's kind of like when you look on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, all you see is the good parts of people's lives. We don't want to share the bad parts. Yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah, the conversation hasn't gone far enough. That's why we started this podcast, or one of the reasons, to be able to share you know, behind the scenes. Let's talk about it, all the struggles of the business owner, whether it's oh, yeah. the solopreneur, the people-pleasing, the struggling to you know, take control and charge your worth and believe in yourself, or it's the CEOs to be able to actually 
take on more people, release, let go. You know, there's so many different angles of this that is behind the scenes or you'll kind of struggle. So yeah. thank you for all that you do to fight the good fight. Spread well, thank the awareness. you. Thank you. I hope we get I've, so en- I've so enjoyed this with you, Mark. So thank you. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Awesome. Look, well, I wish you all the best as you write your next book, reach yes. more people and help so many more people in a way that also manages yourself and helps you to find the right way to yeah, serve as, as best you can. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work you do, mm-hmm. where can they find you? They can check me out on my webpage, uh, coachingpi.com. And the PI does stand for positive influence. So I do coach with an attitude. <laughs> um, or they can email me at jhamilton at coachingpi. Awesome. So anyone, if you're if you're curious or if this is kind of spoken to you, reach out, go and check it out. But Julie, thank you so much for being with us and sharing behind the scenes. It's been so much fun and thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.